Let's co, let's co, We are learning Le'ilinishmas by mother, Imi Marasi, Necha Bas Chaim Zeiro. Shabbat Shalom, Aliyah, for all of our Achino Kolbe Yisrael Kedoshim, whose lives have been taken from us since October 7th. We, of course, learn that their families should have a Nechama very, very soon. And all Klai Yisrael should have a Nechama. And we are learning B'Zachus, our Chayalim. They should be victorious very soon, Bekarov, in our days to eradicate the evil of Hamas and all of our enemies from our midst. Okay, we are up to the Mishnah. Before we begin, the Mishnah on Yud Tes Amud Beis on 19b. Just to recap that last teaching of Rav Chia Bar Abam Rav Yechanan, really this is at least one of the sources, maybe the source, where we have this notion how Moshe Rabbeinu was taught everything that would be taught in the future to Klai Yisrael, as if every svara, every diuk, right, every uh, inference, analysis, Moshe Rabbeinu was informed of all of that by Har Sinai. So just remember, this is the source. You test Amun Beis right before the mission. But let's do the mission now. Okay. Hakol k'sherin Everyone is kosher to read the Megillah except for a cheresh, someone who is deaf, a shota, someone who is mentally compromised, and bekaton, and a minor. However, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, machshir bekaton. Rabbi Yehuda, he actually says that a katan he reads, it's kosher. You can fulfill your mitzvah through a katan reading for you. Okay. <clears throat> so let's analyze who is this Mishnah like. So man tana who is the Tana? Who is the Tana that teaches that a Cheresh, someone who is deaf and cannot hear what they are reading, that even on a Bidi Evan level, on a secondary, right, after the fact, if they did read, even then, Namilo, it would not be a good reading. So who is that? Ama Rav Masna Rabbi Yossi. So Rav Masna says, it's none other than Rabbi Yossi. The Tana, as it was taught in the Mishnah, and if a person reads the Shema, this is the Tanakam of that Mishnah. If a person reads the Shema, he doesn't hear what he is reading. He doesn't hear from his ears what he is reading. Yatza, he's fulfilled his mitzvah of saying the Shema. Of saying the Shema. Rabbi Yossi, remember, Rabbi Yossi says, Lo Yatza. Rabbi Yossi says he has not fulfilled his mitzvah. Okay, so now based on that, what do we have? The cases where you read something that you didn't hear. Rabbi Yossi says, you're not Yotze. Not even Bidi Eved, right? <clears throat> you're just not Yotze at all. Even if you did read in that fashion, Rabbi Yossi says, you're not Yotze. And therefore, we're going to say our Mishnah, where we it sounds as though from our Mishnah that we're talking about a case of where even on a Bidi Eved level, you haven't fulfilled your mitzvah. That would be in line with Rabbi Yossi. Okay. And the Gemara asks, So the Gemara asks, Why is it that we are kind of boxed in here and having to explain our Mishnah where it's a case of Rabbi Yossi and our Mishnah is implying that even on a Bidi Ever level, meaning even after an after-the-fact type of level where if they already read, then we have to say that even then you're not Yotze. Dilma, perhaps, Rabbi Yehuda, maybe our Mishnah is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. And what's our Mishnah really talking about? It's a lechatchila hudalo. That it's only lechatchila, meaning that first approach, that if you were given the option from the very beginning to read, we would say, no, of course you can't read. However, hadiyavad shapirami. But if, let's say, he did read after the fact, 
maybe we could say that it's good. Meaning our Mishnah might be, let's say it's like Rabbi Yehuda, that Lechadchila, of course, a Cherish, should not be reading the Megillah. But maybe if he did, after the fact, maybe we could say that he's Yotze, like Rabbi Yehuda would say. So the Gemara says, Lo salka Don't even consider this to be an option. Why? To Ketani, because what did our Mishnah say? It said Cherish. It's talking about someone who is deaf, Dumya, the Shot of It was in the same list as the people that are Shot of someone who is mentally compromised and can't understand these things, and a katan, and a minor. So we put ma shota v'katan diavanamilo, just like by a shota and a katan, there's no way around that even if they did read, we definitely would say that we haven't been yotze. We can't hear the Megillah from them, even on a bidi evet level. So af cheresh, so to someone who is a cheresh, who is deaf, diavanamilo. Also, on an after-the-fact level, we also would say that it's no good. Okay, so that's Gemara is saying that it can't suggest it being Rabbi Yehuda because you have to be consistent within the Mishnah. If we have a list of, a list of three different types of people, and two of them clearly on a Bidyeva level, we still wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah. So to the third one also should be on a Bidyeva level, we wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah. And that would be back to explaining it like Rabbi Yossi. <clears throat> but then the Gemara says, Vidilma but maybe say that, no, this group is like this, and this is like this. Meaning, maybe you could say that even in the Mishnah, Okay, a, a, a shota and a katan, they're their own category, that even Bidi Eved, no, Kedi Isa, like they are. But how could Isa, and this one's like it is, meaning, maybe we could say that, they shouldn't read the Megillah, but Bidi Eved, after the fact, maybe we could say that they you would be Yotze, and therefore it might be like Rabbi Yehuda. Right, so we're still trying to like, we're going to, you know, unco- uh, uncover every every potential possibility. Right, and maybe say that even the Mishnah can still be Rabbi Yehuda. So midiketani seifa. So the Gemara says nah, nah. From the fact that we saw in the seifa in that second part of the Mishnah where it said Rabbi Yehuda machshir bekatan, Rabbi Yehuda says that a katan is kosher to read. Miklal, that what does that imply? Deresha lav Rabbi Yehudi. That definitely implies that the first part of the Mishnah is not Rabbi Yehuda, right? Because if Rabbi Yehuda in the second part of the Mishnah says that a katan can read. And the first part of the Mishnah says that one of the people that can't read is a katan. So how are you going to explain that it's Rabbi Yehuda? And therefore, to even have that suggestion that, oh, it's Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore a cherish on a bidi avid level, maybe you could be Yotze. Okay, right? It's almost impossible to even fathom the Mishnah being like Rabbi Yehuda in that first part of the Mishnah. Now, the next line and a half, we're told to skip this Vidilma Kule Rabbi Yehudahi, you want to say perhaps it's all Rabbi Yehuda? Mi dami reisha l'psula That is, we are informed not to read that. So go to the next Vidilma, okay? The Gemara is still trying to fit in Rabbi Yehuda. Vidilma, maybe, kula Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe, you know what, we could maybe say that it actually is all Rabbi Yehuda. So then how are you going to figure this out? How are you going to work this out with Rabbi Yehuda? We have Rabbi Yehuda saying that a katan can read, and the first part of the Mishnah is saying a katan cannot read. So how could you even fathom that it's like Rabbi Yehuda? So what's the Gemara say? Vitrei gavne katan katanila. And we're talking about two different types, two gavne, two different types of katan. That's what we're talking about. It's not a contradiction. It's two different types of katan. V'chasurim echsara. And the Mishnah is missing some words that we have to really add in to understand it. V'hachi katani. And this is how you have to read the Mishnah. Hakol kesher and likros megillah. Everyone is kosher to read the Megillah. Except for someone who is deaf, a, a mentally compromised person, and a katan. Okay, they can't read. 
When were these words said? It's referring to a that katan that we said you cannot hear from, that it cannot read. That's a katan that hasn't reached the age of education. Let's say somewhere before like nine years old. But a katan who has reached the level of education, like from nine and above, even lechadchila, he could read for you. Because Rabbi Yehuda, he says it's kosher to hear a Meg- the Megillah from a katan. Right? So it's not a contradiction. The katan that you c- cannot read is the katan that hasn't reached the age of education. The katan that can read is the one that is supposed to be educated, and therefore you can listen to them, and even lechadchila you can. <clears throat> okay. So it sounds like from the Gemara, we're going, the Gemara sounds like it really wants to read in Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah, that we're talking about specifically if it was a Cheresh, someone who is deaf, who read, then L'Chachila, no, but Bidi Eved, yes. And then when it comes to a Shota and a Katan, even L'Chachila, they cannot read. And then when it's a Katan who has reached the age of Chinuch, Rabbi Yehuda says, of course, they can read for you. Okay, that's how we're reading the Mishnah. But now the Gemara asks again, so why is it that we've established like Rabbi Yehuda and we're talking about a Bidi Eved, right? That a Cherish, someone who cannot hear what they are saying, we've just explained that Rabbi Yehuda would say that on Lichadchila, they cannot be the one fulfilling the mitzvah, but Bidi Eved, they fulfill the mitzvah. After the fact that they do this, they fulfilled. But we're going to ask a question now on that notion that Rabbi Yehuda, in regards to someone who cannot hear, is only going to be fulfilling on a Bidi Eved level. But isn't that which we learned? Rabbi Yehuda the son of Rabbi Shimon, the son of Pazi, he teaches that a Cheresh Hamidaber, the Enoshomea, that a Cheresh who is able to speak but cannot hear what they are saying, they're even able to separate the Truma on the highest level, right? Even before anything, they could do that. It's not like an after the fact. They can now. What's the issue here? Generally, when you separate truma, you have to say a bracha, or you have to say a bracha. And we're assuming that the person who says the bracha should be able to hear what they are saying. And here you have Rabbi Yehuda Bered, Rabbi Yeshua Ben Pazi saying that a cheir or someone who can't hear what they're saying, they could still separate the truma, even say the bracha, even though they can't hear what they're saying, even lechadchila. Okay, so what do we have here? We have someone who can't hear what they're saying. We're saying, Lichadchila, they could do the mitzvah. So, Mani, who is Rabbi Yehuda Bred, Rabbi Shimon Pazi, like? E Rabbi Yehuda. If you want to say it's like Rabbi Yehuda, then Diavad in Lichadchila lo. Then, as we've been saying before, then it would have to be Bidi Eved, they can take off the truma. But Lichadchila, at first glance, the first thing we would say, no, they can't do it. It's only if they did after the fact, Bidi Eved, it works. So it sounds like he can't be like Rabbi Yehuda and e Rabbi Yossi. And if it's Rabbi Yossi, then even Diavad Namilo, the Rabbi Yossi would say, of course you can't, he can't do that. Rabbi Yossi says even Bidi Eved, even after the fact, it still has not, they still cannot fulfill the mitzvah. Right? That's his opinion. So the Elisa, the Gemara, now that we don't know who is this Rabbi Yehuda Bere, Rabbi Shimon Pazi like, it's, it sounds like it's not like Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Yossi. So we're going to tweak Rabbi Yehuda, the LMI, rather what do you have to say to Rabbi Yehuda? That it's that Rabbi Yehuda, brave Rabbi Shimon Pazi, is like Rabbi Yehuda. This is another Rabbi Yehuda, but he's like him. And even Lechadchila, you would have to now plug into Rabbi Yehuda. That even Lechadchila, he says, someone who 
is um, not is, is deaf is a cherish, still they can fulfill the mitzvah at its uh, even on the opportune beginning, not if it was just after the fact. So now it seems like we're left with Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion of lechadchila. And now, if you want to bring it back to the Mishnah, it's going to be hard to explain as Rabbi Yehuda being a part of the Mishnah. Why? Because uh, it's hard to say that our Mishnah is a literally lechadchila. They can read it because clearly the Mishnah says that they can't read it. So up until right now, it seems like now, if we're going to say Rabbi Yehuda says even lechadchila, they can fulfill the mitzvah, then our Mishnah cannot be Rabbi Yehuda. But the Gemara continues to kind of counter this and says, Ella ha Tanya, but rather that which we learned in Abraisa, we say, Lo adam birkas belibo, that a person's not allowed to say birkas in their heart. But if they did say it, then yatsa then fulfilled the mitzvah. It sounds like they're not verbalizing or even hearing what they're saying. So mani, so what is that? Who is that teaching? Lo rabbi huda velo rabbi yosi. At this point where we are, it can't be Rabbi Yehuda and it can't be Rabbi Yossi. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda, because if it was Rabbi Yehuda, I feel like Rabbi Yehuda, up until we are right now, he would say that even Lechachila, of course someone who says Birgad Amazon in their heart has fulfilled their mitzvah. Right? The Bryson implies that they shouldn't, but if they did, after the fact, they're Yotze. But if it's really Rabbi Yehuda, then Rabbi Yehuda would say right off the bat that, hey, they can they could read it in their heart without saying the words. And so, therefore, it sounds like it can't be Rabbi Yehuda. And e Rabbi Yossi, and if it's Rabbi Yossi, I feel the Yavah Namilo, then Rabbi Yossi would say in that b'risa that even after the fact, they can't read it by heart. They would have to go back and read it and verbalize and hear what they are saying. So who's that b'risa like? Based on where we are now, where we've said that Rabbi Yehuda holds even lechatchila. Okay, so now we're in Chaf Amad Aleph. So Olam, really Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so really it's Rabbi Yehuda. Okay. And even Lechadchila, Rabbi Yehuda would say that someone who cannot hear, still they can, ver- if they're able to verbalize and speak it out, they have fulfilled their mitzvah, not even on a bidyevit. So we're willing to stay, stick with Rabbi Yehuda saying even Lechadchila, but it's not a question, meaning the teaching by Truma that was taught by Rabbi Yehuda, Bered Rabbi Shimon Pazi against this other b'risa about Birkat HaMazon. It's not a question, why not? Hadiday, because that Mishnah, that teaching of Rabbi Yehuda, Bered Rabbi Shimon Pazi about Truma, separating Truma, even though you can't hear the bracha that you're saying, that's Diday. That's according to Rabbi Yehuda himself. That's his opinion. That Lechachila, they could do this. However, Hadarabia, but this teaching of the b'risa of Birkat HaMazon, Rabbi Yehuda, we could say he is the one who teaches that, but he's speaking for his Rebbe, who is his Rebbe in the name of Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah would say, L'chachila, no, but B'dievid, yes. So really, Rabbi Yehuda would just be quoting his Rebbe, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. Okay, so that's where we leave. Now, now where we are, Rabbi Yehuda still is of the opinion that L'chachila, a cheresh, could be the one reading it. And of course, it wouldn't seem to be fitting well with our Mishnah. Detanya. Now, how are we going to, now we're going to, the Gemara is going to prove how is it that, yes, Rebbe Yehuda is just speaking the words of his Rebbe, Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah, the time as it was taught in Abraisa. Rebbe Yehuda Omer, Mishum Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah. Rebbe Yehuda says in the name of Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah, HaKoyre et Shema, that if a person reads the Shema, Tzarech he has to hear with his ears what he is saying. Shnemar, as it says in Dvarim, Parak Vav, Pasak Dalit, Shva Yisroyel, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Listen, O Israel, Hashem is our God, Hashem is one. 
meaning What does word shema mean? It means listen, hear with your ears that which is coming from your mouth. Now Rabbi Yehuda, he's the one who is quoting Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So clearly, according to Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, yes, you have to hear, you're really supposed to hear what you're saying, right? And that's Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So lechachil, you definitely have to hear what you're saying. And then Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, he quotes the Pasuk of, in Perak Vav, Pasuk Vav in Devarim, Asher Anochi V'tzavacha Hayom Alivavacha. That which I have commanded you on this day upon your heart. It's Achar Kavonas Halev. Hein Hein Hadvarim. These are the things. So, what do we have here in this Machlokas? We have Yehuda, he's the one quoting Rabbi Elzebun Azari, who would say, yes, you have to hear what you're saying. I guess, but the Evid, however, it would work that if you didn't hear what you said, but you still said it, then you fulfill your mitzvah. However, Rabbi Meir says, he says, you know what? You don't have to hear yourself at all. As long as it's in your heart, that's Kavanas Halev, and that fulfills the mitzvah. Okay, so what does the Gemara do now? So, now that we've actually come in this roundabout way, because we were really focused on Rabbi Yehuda, but we ended up quoting an opinion of Rabbi Meir. And what did Rabbi Meir just say? He said that you could fulfill it the best. Even He's like the opportune way. L'chachila way to do it is to just say it in your heart, have it in your heart. So now that we've come to this point that we actually learned Rabbi Meir's opinion, then maybe even say that Rabbi Yehuda is like Rabbi He's like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and he holds like his Rabbi, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, which is, that l'chadchila, you're supposed to hear what you're saying. But bidi eved, if you didn't, you're still yotzei. Behold, the tani, Yehud, the bered, the Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. And that, that was taught in the name of Yehud, the bered, the Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, about the truma, where the person, where a, um, a choresh who can, who, who can only speak but not hear, he's allowed to l'chadchila, separate the truma, and even say the bracha. Who was that? Like we've been saying until now, that's Rabbi Yehuda. And we had to say within Rabbi Yehuda that he holds l'chadchila, you could do the mitzvah. But we're saying now, no, we have Rabbi Meir he, right? It's actually the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir was one who clearly just said in the Bryson that we just learned, this machlogus between Rabbi Elizabeth and Zion and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, the be- even the best way to do it, just say it, in your, uh, say it in your heart and you're good to go. So now you can plug in Rabbi Meir is really like Rabbi Huda Bredar Yishimim Pazi. He's the author that Rabbi Huda Bredar Yishimim Pazi is following. Not Rabbi Yossi, not Rabbi Huda. So now that we're left with this, I think we, we, what we do is we can go back and we're not, we're not uh, bogged down anymore to say that Rabbi Yehuda holds even Lechadchila, Echeresh can, let's say, read or do the mitzvah. Rather, Rabbi Yehuda holds like his Rabbi Rabbi Elzer ben Azariah that you really need Lechadchila. And now that we're back to that Lechadchila, you really need to, that they shouldn't be doing it, but only with the Eved, they could do this. And now I think it works that you can plug at the end of this Gemara, you can plug back Rabbi Yehuda to be the author of our Mishnah, at least based on how we taught the Mishnah according to Rabbi Yehuda, which was, just to recap, that you could say that the Cheresh, that the Shot of a Katan, a Katan that hasn't reached Chinuch, granted L'chachila, they, 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 sorry, even B'dyeved, they can't be the ones reading it. When it comes to a Cheresh, L'chachila, they shouldn't, but B'dyeved, they could. And then when it comes to Rabbi Yehuda saying that a Katan could read for you, so that is Rabbi Yehuda, talking about a cotton that reached the age of Chinuch. Okay, wow. Let's go, let's continue. Rabbi Huda machshir b'katan. So Rabbi Huda, the Mishnah says at the end, he machshirs with a cotton. Okay, so what do we have here? Okay, 
Um, the Tanya, as I was talking to Bryce, I'm a Rabbi Yehuda. So where did Rabbi Yehuda get this idea that a, that a cotton, it's kosher, they could read for you, a cotton that's reached Chinuch. As I was talking to Bryce, Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, cotton hayisi, I was a young miner. Karisi lamala me Rabbi Tarfon was a kenim belud. And I read, I guess above or for Rabbi Tarfon and Zakanim in Lud. Great proof from his childhood. Wow, they allowed him as a cotton to read for them. So Amrulo, so the Rabbanan said back to Rabbi Yehuda, Ein mevin raimina katan. We're not going to bring a proof from a katan. Right? Your story that I was a katan and I read for them, you can't base halacha off of that where a katan's just telling a story as to what he did in front of older rabbanim. Right? That's not what we're going to pass in halacha like. And Tanya was talking to Bryce, so I'm a rabbi, rabbi said, katan ha'isi v'karisia lamala me rabbi Yehuda. And then Rebbe said that I was a katan and I read in front of Rebbe Yehuda. Okay. So Amrulo, so they, the Chama said back to Rebbe, You're not allowed to bring a proof from the one who permits it. Rebbe saying, I, I read in front of Rebbe Yehuda. Therefore, I can, I can prove that a katan can read for an adult. And the Chama was saying back to Rebbe, what are you talking about? You read in front of the one who was the one who permitted it. But everyone else seems to disagree. So you can't base halacha off of that. Off You can't base halacha off of Rabbi Yehuda, who was the one who already permitted it. Ah, okay. So Vilaim Roleh. So the Gemara what was bothered, though. Vilaim Roleh said him, why didn't the Chum say to Rebbe, Eimei v'in raimina katan? Right? Rebbe was the katan at the time. And just like they said back to Rabbi Yehuda, when his story about when him being a katan, they said, you can't bring proof from a katan. So why didn't they say the same exact thing to Rebbe, that you can't bring a proof from a katan? Why did they say you can't bring a proof from the one who permitted it? So it's Chalav od Kamrule. So really it's one and furthermore they said to him, meaning they said to Rebbe like this, Chada, one is that the Katan Haisa. One is that you're a Katan and you can't bring a proof from a Katan. Ve'od, and furthermore, Afilu Gadol Haisa, even if you were an adult, you can't be, bring a proof that the Halacha follows or the Halacha is a certain way based on the one who Within a dispute, he permitted it. That being Rabbi Yehuda, you can't bring your proof from Rabbi Yehuda because he was the one who permitted it to begin with. It's already flawed. Ah, oh, okay. So either a katan can't, you can't bring a proof from a katan, or you can't really bring a proof from the one who matured it. If you could have brought from some other uh, misa that happened with an adult, with a with a kid reading in front of an adult, and the adult was the one who gave the psak someone other than Rabbi Yehuda, then maybe we could jive with that. But not not now. If it's Rabbi Yehuda speaking, then and so we say he's like no no gay abadab or he, you know, he's the one who holds that as mother. So therefore you can't bring proof from that. Ah, beautiful. Okay. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah. So next Mishnah is Ain Kyrian Eshamagila. One is not allowed to read the Megillah, Velo Malin, they can't do bris mila, below Tovlin. And if they are at the conclusion of their purification process, they can't go to the mikvah below mazin, and they can't be sprinkle the water that also purifies them. Also, if a woman had some type of discharge, which if she sees for two or three days, she becomes impure. She becomes a zava. Um, so she's waiting. She's guarding one day against the next day to see if uh, she'll have a full day without seeing any other discharge. Lotit bowl. She's not allowed to go to the mikvah. And all these cases, you're not allowed to do any of these things until the sun has risen. 
meaning it's a mitzvah of these uh, four or five mitzvahs that we spoke about, they are mitzvahs which start in the daytime, not at night. However, but by all of them, if you, for some reason, did these by dawn, then kosher, then what you've done is kosher. You don't have to do that again. Like if you read the Megillah by dawn before sunrise, or you did the bris milah earlier, or you went to the mikvah a little earlier. So as long as it's done, it's kosher. Now, Rashi says something very interesting regarding this idea of he says, because the truth is from dawn, it's already considered daytime and these mitzvahs are daytime mitzvahs. So what's the reason why we say wait till Netzachama? It's because because not everyone's an expert to really know when dawn is has come. So therefore we don't, since we have this doubt and people aren't experts, we just say to keep it, to keep it safe that always try and wait till the sun, the sun rising, but the truth is, might be, or is really, yom already. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll start with the Gemara next time. Yashir ko'ach.